All the mouth fedoras. All of them. All the mouth fedoras. for people today has been all right and you know for for so tal's not here and for him not being here there's been a whole lot of tal problems today um, well welcome to trial and error with unfurled <laughs> uh it's, so yes it's been good <laughs> welcome to episode number negative 23 23 yeah we started at 70 and we're down to 23 yeah we, we've gone through 50 episodes yeah that's uh that's pretty impressive that's not quite 50 we're almost there it's just about 50 around 50 <laughs> by the time you listen to this there will be at least three more episodes out no hopefully this one's going up on the weekend because i'm switching to nights and i have lots of time to oh dear. edit all the time edit stuff but yeah, so as I said, we are missing our our local dragon bull for our today. Resident Foghorn. So uh, <laughs> if the episode has significant less energy, it's because we basically unplugged the battery and are now running off like, you know, one of those oh. dynamo spinny you, things. You know, so Tal, Tal did leave us a special little gift before he left the office today, or left for the office today when he left the webcam unplugged. Oh yeah, that was that was fun. I love trying to troubleshoot why a thing won't turn on when it's just not plugged in. It's just <laughs> not in. Well, I, it turns out that all of those like typical IT troubleshooting techniques are very valid at that point. Did you turn it on and off? Is it plugged in? Oh, is yeah. it <laughs> no, number one rule of anything? Is is it plugged in? Is it turned on? <clears throat> is and, it possibly uh, the easiest? Have you thing? tried and turning it heavy, off and on again? Yeah, then have you turned it off and on? And if that hasn't fixed your problem, it's try not it my all problem. again. What if, what if we treated everything with the troubleshooting methods of an you know an original NES, where it's like, <laughs> have you blown into the cartridge? Yeah. Did you pull out the pieces and blow on it a bit? <laughs> it didn't fix it then either, but that's okay. Some, something I don't know what it was, but I put my shirt over the top of it before I blew into it. Worked every time. <laughs> I, if I just blew into it, it was like, no, that's not good enough. I need some some cotton blend you over need, top of you this. Need, you need the protection. Yeah, that's hilarious. I need a I need a I cotton mean, blend filter. That's one of my favorite um, uh, misunderstandings of of the era, right? Because that really didn't do anything. They're copper mm -hmm. contacts. You blowing on that is doing fuck all. Mm -hmm. You blowing on it actually potentially added moisture to it, which again most often potentially did fuck damaged all, but, it. But uh, everyone did it. I don't know a single kid who owned a console with cartridges who did not pull them out ignore the warning labels all over the manual and just went yeah. just to see if it would work as all it takes is one person to do it well all, all, it, all it takes is one kid taking it out blowing on it and then putting it in and it just happens to work anyway ah, and then like you're genius and then like, yeah then they're like kid logic you're like i blew on it and it worked yeah it worked obviously once, this works, works every for time. everything yeah look how fast that <laughs> shit spread though 
without the use of the internet. Oh yeah, it was a phenomenon. Uh, and oh my god, like you would never catch anybody doing it now because there's so many, there's so much evidence to the contrary. Yeah, no one, no one blows into SD card ports or <laughs> headphone jack ports. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna flip the. Uh, I've actually I'll... done that, but because of pocket lint getting caught well, in my headphone but jacks. There you can visibly see the problem. So there's evidence of an issue when you're just blowing out a ghost problem. It is really concern. <laughs> it is, it's really concerning how much headphone or how much um, pocket lint and get into my headphone jack oh it just mashes in there i i always loved devices that would come with like little rubber protectors and then of course those are the first thing that rip off because you you know you have your headphones plugged in so it just sits there dangling or you lose it if it comes out yeah it was it was funny yeah those things are just as useless it's like the little foamies on the old earbuds as yeah. soon as you lost those, you're like, oh, it's going to feel awful having those <laughs> well, in my like, ears. I, I, I've, yeah, I've had headphones like that before. And yeah, you pull off the foamy and it's like it's made of spikes. Yeah. It's like, it, how is this so much less comfortable now that it's just not covered by the half a millimeter of foam they put on it? How, how are we going to fix the fact that there's jagged plastic and serrated glass on the end of this earbud <laughs> that people put in the ear? Put a little bit of foam on it. Yeah, yeah, apparently that worked. And See, apparently they're just like, perfect. They'll never get lost ever. Never ever. I, I wish over-ear headphones are more practical at work. Yeah, they're they're really bulky, though. And, I mean, you get weird it's, looks and stuff. It's not just that they're bulky, and I don't really care if people, like, see my headphones and go, her, her. Um, <laughs> it makes my teammates really hard to hear, which is something I kind of need to be able to do. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my new headset at work is a dual ear headset, which I love for talking to people because having one ear in, I always get someone trying to talk to the other side of me. It's like, I'm on the fucking phone. Give me a second. Yeah, like. But the problem now is if I'm on the phone, I can't hear fuck all in the office. So people in the room just like stand up and ask me a question and I'll just stare at my computer and then walk <laughs> over. I'm like, oh, are you talking to me? I can't hear anything. People are talking to me on the phone. But but at least that way you can legitimately ignore a question that you know that's coming that you don't like. <laughs> when someone stands up and you just see them S sit there and ignore a person that asks stupid questions because they always ask stupid questions. Like when <laughs> exactly. I, when I was working in the call center a few years ago, there was one guy who like stood across from me <clears throat> and every fucking time I was wearing these exact headphones and he would just start talking at me. Yeah, wearing these fucking things, not. and I'm like, and they're open back, so I can still fucking hear them. Unfortunately, <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, it's Stop. so annoying. Don't do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm trying to ignore you. Stop talking to me. <laughs> Take a fucking hint. It's like do some work, you motherfucker. It's worse when you're reading a book. Like when you're reading a book. And someone Somebody's like, like, oh, hey, how's the weather, buddy? I'm like, mm. they just like that's that's OK. But like when they know you're super involved and they're just like, by the way, fuck your reading time. Yeah, <laughs> like if, if I am nose deep in a book. Please don't bother me. <laughs> like odds are I'm in the middle of a chapter or like something I'm really interested in. And if you so much as breathe in my direction, 
the entire mood is thrown off and i'm done see i think i think that like the typical like hey how you doing like if you you know you just get home or you see them you know so just to be like hi you know and just a quick yeah. like whatever and then it'd be like you can now converse when that when the reading portion is over or whatever <laughs> yeah. you're whatever you're involved in right yeah hello hi okay back to book well just just like just like i'm i'm very aware like like if cars like you know like face deep in in like one of those crazy video games i'll walk by and i'm like hey buddy how you doing nothing zero <laughs> and i'm like i'm like okay he's just he's dialed heavily in and i was like i'll come back later uh, that's, <laughs> that's actually been happening so much with overwatch my roommate will like he will open the door like go to his room come fiddle around in the chair directly next to me and then like go out have a smoke come back and i'm like oh hey seb when did you get here he's just like, he's like i've, been, I've here. been here for like 20 minutes yeah. he's like i was just looking at like through the stuff in that chair i'm like oh i didn't see you i was i was in video okay. game blindness mode yep i i was absorbed yep because i really I can't turn away from that game for even a second. There's no time. <laughs> Every everybody has that time where they just when you're doing something, you just you just you get stuck in that you get stuck in that world and you're just like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And then the rest of the world just seems to fade away like you're just sitting in a box playing just an enclosed box with no outside sound or movement or light. I, I think it's, just, it's funny you you've given Car a revelation. Yeah, he's apologizing in the chat now. <laughs> I hope you Car, hope you... it's oh, okay. You don't have to be sorry. It's just funny. We totally get it. Like, yeah, we've all been there. We've all done it. <laughs> like, when, when somebody is just absolutely involved in something, there is no tearing them away from it. No, no, no. no. And it makes sense. I mean, like, if people are reading or when I, like, you know, when you're drawing or reading or playing a video game or something, everyone has that dial in time where they're just like, huh? What? Where am I? What's going on? Yep. Yeah. You get that uh, that disorienting it, feeling. It's a very precious time when you actually get that, too. Yeah. Like, being able to focus on something so intently that the world around you disappears. Oh, man. Yeah. That is... I used to get that feeling all the time, and it just... Whenever that actually happens, it is cherished. Yeah, absolutely. Big it time. doesn't happen enough. That is true. Well... Absolutely, positively. I think we should, we can get on with things now. He's on down the road. Um, you guys have things to talk about, right? Because I, I certainly don't. Yeah, I've got silly stuff to talk about. Yeah. Awesome. Well, why don't we start with you then, Roland? Roland. Talk about a thing. All right. Well, who loves burgers? I do. Bob. I mean, if that's not apparent by this point. <laughs> Everyone loves burgers. Let's be honest. I love burgers. You love burgers. We all love burgers. Even vegetarians. Cows don't love burgers. Well, and, uh, I, I think it's because they're made of them. <laughs> I mean, if somebody was like, here's this like human parfait, people would be like, can't say I agree with your human parfait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what would you do for a Klondike bar? I mean, a lifetime supply of burgers. I mean, does it what, also what, come with a lifetime supply of Medicare? <laughs> Now, now let's put it this way. Is murder off the table? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, what, what would you do for a lifetime supply of burgers? I don't know. 
That, that's a weird question. I would, I would do a fair amount, I think, because there's a lot of good you could do with a lifetime supply of burgers. You could take said burgers down to, say, like a homeless shelter. You could feed yourself and friends and family and less fortunate. And you could just be, you could be like, seriously, the, the burger, burger claws. You could just, <laughs> right on you just come down the chimney with a sack full of burgers and, and leave burgers under people's trees. So burger would claws. you, would you say you would kill a homeless person for a lifetime supply of burgers? That seems like the opposite point of what I would do with said burgers. Yeah. So to kill you one. You mentioned altruism. So I had to, of course, counteract that with a little bit of murder. Uh, although, Although, you know what? As they say, needs of the few. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I was going for. Uh, oh, kill one homeless. That's the worst use of that quote ever. Yeah, kill one homeless, <laughs> feed, you know, hundreds of homeless. Uh, I would no. commit a small felony for a lifetime yeah. supply of burgers. Yeah, no murder. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I couldn't murder someone. <laughs> so why do you ask? Uh, so here's a question. Would you... Ink yourself with a picture of said burger for a lifetime supply of those free burgers. Oh, totally. I just put it on my ass or something like that. That'd be fine. So yeah, you, probably. You, <laughs> well, that'll make this next bit a little awkward. Because <laughs> uh, there is a place in Melbourne, Australia called Cafe 51 that is doing a competition where you can get a free burger every day for the rest of your life. If you... Ink one of their burgers onto your skin. Um, right on. Are there restrictions or? Yeah. So there is a small amount of restrictions and I'm not sure if it's, it seems to be like you can tattoo yourself for a chance to get free burgers, which doesn't yeah. seem worth it, but no, no. They... If, if there's a possibility I don't get the burger, I'm, I'm less interested. Yeah. So these <laughs> rules apply. You can only get one tattoo. It needs to be life-sized and include the Cafe Burgers Love logo on it. That's yeah, fine. that's not so bad. Cafe's Burger Love logo on it. Um, and here's the awkward part. You need to show the tattoo to staff <laughs> every, time every time you order the burger. To re re I'm okay. If I get a free burger, I'm okay with showing my ass every time I get a free burger. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> you come in, you're like, I'd like my free burgers. Oh, God, we believe you. We, we know who you are. <laughs> stop, stop. stop. See, that's the best part because eventually they would not. They, they would stop asking. You would be so memorable. They wouldn't have to ask. What if, what if you got like a burger tramp stamp because you're like a burger <laughs> slut? You just like bend over and just wear the oh, and just flip up the shirt and be like, "Hello." And they're like, "All right, all right, your burger's on the way." <laughs> we get it. We get it. Stop. <laughs> oh. uh, that's ridiculous. So it's yes. This is for one burger a day for the rest of your life. And uh, so far, they've had 3,000 applicants. 3,000? 3,000. Wow. 3, Holy shit. So it, it does sound sort of sweepstakey, right, where you, you do it yeah. and you're entered into a draw. Yeah, the, the article kind of makes it sound like you get it for having the, the tattoo, but it's a contest, so... Yeah, because they're not going to give out 3,000 free burgers That a, would be prohibitive. They, um, they would be... Uh... Here's, here's my question. Can I get the tattoo as one of those, like... You, you know, wet apply tattoos and just get myself a mass print of them. Cause I do that every day. I want a free burger. Just apply my free tattoo, go in tattoo and then they, scrub it off. Yeah. They wouldn't even know. Yeah. If you could just rock like the <laughs> fake so tattoo. long as it was fresh every time. Yep. 
and didn't move but, around too much. Like, just take a look at this tattoo and tell me if that's something you want on your body. It'd be fine on my ass, like I said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> why does it look like it has a face? <laughs> that that's exactly what I've been thinking. Uh, the pickles are the eyes, and then like, it's got some weird burger hat and a it, cheese nose. It it sort of looks like it's got and a fried chicken face that looks like an omelet it looks like a there's like a severed hand in there like there's not enough to differentiate <laughs> like the burger there's, parts. there's an unusual shape yeah it's it's a weird one it, it's a little bit weird but i mean again so, you just put it in a <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying three thousand people have, have had this tattoo done three thousand people i yeah i assume to apply is to tattoo your body and like send them a picture or something yeah and then they'll I guess they'll, like, bring you in to prove uh, it. Let's see. Cafe sign-up page is here. I'm going to check this out. That's hilarious. That is that hilarious. you can sign up. It, it's fun that people are doing this and they're not just like, oh, we'll just pay you. No. Yeah. Get, come get a free burger for life. Do you want to win a free burger for the rest of your life? Ever wanted to get a really cool tattoo? Now you can do both. <laughs> oh, I think we need to educate <laughs> these people on what that's, really cool means. That's uh, horrible. I, I can't say that we didn't all expect that exact slogan. <laughs> Pick a burger, any burger from our current menu. You can forever be a part of our burger family. And you qualify to get this burger absolutely free every day for the rest of your life. No, but wait, does it have to be that one burger? Oh, that'd be awful. The burger you pick to get tattooed is the uh, only that, burger? I'm really confused. Like... Every every time we read something more about this, like something new pops it like up, flip flops the so like, story. Yeah, like you're like, I want to get this burger tattooed, and then that's the burger you eat every day for the rest of your. How do you not get sick of that? Yeah, like <clears throat> you're gonna end up being like, fuck, I just want this tattoo off my body. I can't stand it anymore. What? But that's but that's why you you'd get that because if you just you know you eat one yourself and then you just go in anytime a friend or somebody wanted one or just give it away or. Something like that would be perfect. It would be great. But I mean, it still kind of sucked to only get the one burger. But I mean, I, I guess, guess at the same time, you're getting a free burger for the rest of your life. I so. find it's weird that they like they specify one tattoo per person. Like they're like expecting people to get multiple yeah, tattoos so they can have multiple tattoos, burgers. So I want four free burgers, please. You book an interview and they're taking registrations for October. Oh, maybe they hand the, out a certain number or something. Yeah, they're saying registrations, but also applications. Like, I'm I'm all sorts of confused. I can't I can't necessarily say that I'm not surprised that they had to put stipulations on like that because I could totally oh, see somebody definitely. coming in oh, covered yeah. in burger tattoos. Oh yeah, my thirty tattoos. Let's go. Nope. Refusal. Uh, refusal may be made at Burger Love Australia's discretion. By agreeing to be a part of this promotion, you're going to be photographed, filmed. Huh. I mean, for them it is. It's free advertising, and then it, they can oh. promote with you. Once selected, you must get an actual life-size tattoo of any burger from our menu anywhere on your person with our Burger Love logo. Uh, must be able to show the tattoo on demand to store staff. That's fine. Okay, so it looks like... 
they are selecting people to become tattooed to receive their free burgers. It's nice that they they <clears throat> wait until before I'm, they I'm, they make you come in for the interview first, and then they get. You I'm to go really get the happy tattoo. to hear that people aren't getting burger tattoos and for the chance of winning. Oh, that would be rough. I would. I would absolutely do something like this. I, you know, depending on like, I, I'd be interested. I mean, it's a really I'm, easy way to get a, a, you know, infant food supply. They, so they look like some pretty. I, I won't say gourmet burgers because it kind of looks like they slap together. Like pretty intense though, like it, decent. I mean, I mean, I would eat the fuck out of that burger, but man, that is a big burger. But yeah, I think at this point I should just get a tattoo of a Doris. On me. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I think I've eaten nine of them now. Nine. Holy of them. shit! Yeah, man, they're just—they're gonna come back and stab you in the heart one day. <laughs> nope, they've already been thoroughly processed and out, so <laughs> they're all good now. But I—I I basically I should be a walking advertisement for for yeah, the soda jerks for soda jerks. <laughs> oh, definitely. Uh, the the only thing I would be somewhat skeptical of is like how long a place like this would stay open that's that, the main that's thing. the thing i was gonna bring up is it would suck if you went there got approved you got your like, tattoo they're like here's your free burgers for a year six months later they're like bankruptcy we're out of here see you guys you're like neat i got a sweet burger tattoo now <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i suppose as long as it's open long enough that you recoup the or do they pay for the tattoo if they pay for the tattoo, it's even better. But I, I doubt I imagine they make you pay for it. Because if you would, if you could get enough free burgers to recoup the cost of the tattoo, yeah, it'd be like which would be a couple hundred you know, dollars. Yeah, so probably you, you'd probably just sixty burgers and you're good. You'd recoup in like three to six months. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if they're like if they're gourmet burgers like that, and you get like free burgers and fries, or if they just give you a free burger, then who knows? But I mean, if a burger like that is like say. You know, eight bucks or whatever, something like that. Sometimes more at those places. Yeah. Like 15 bucks for the meal if they give you fries or whatever. Oh, man. That reminds me of Tommy Burger so much. Did I ever go there with you or was that David I went with? No, you had told me things about it, though. Yeah. I went with, uh, I went with, with Tal to, uh, uh, to a place that used to be here in Calgary called Tommy Burger. <clears throat> and it was such a ripoff. Uh, I mean, we sat down, we got burgers. The burgers were like nine bucks a piece and had nothing with them. Right, you had to order fries for like three bucks and drinks, and they were all like three or four bucks. They have a milf burger, <clears throat> a whole juicy Lucy burger, yes, oh, bun God. and all, double battered and deep fried until crispy. <laughs> <laughs> the whole burger. Uh, oh my God! I like how you I... trembled when you said that. Like, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> that I I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, and yeah, is it the whole burger? Like maybe if it's the whole burger, that'd be amazing. Ow. I'm hitting the, my the Hain Burger, two beef patties, crispy southern style fried chicken, bacon, triple American cheddar, ketchup, and American mustard. It sounds tasty. All, all of those burgers look pretty good, and I imagine if they're going to go that far, they're going to make some pretty decent burgers at that place. Yeah, I should certainly hope I, so. I would assume so. Yeah, like, oh, yay, I got a free shitty burger for life. <clears throat> I don't think people would be clamoring up the street for that one. No. Yeah, you're like, a free A&W burger for life. I would not tattoo my body for that. <laughs> no. no uh, not even kind of. Not even close. No. no. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, things you, there's things in life that just, it's just not, not worth it. Yeah. Yep. That's like saying, man, I want to feel nauseous every day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hot oh. damn. Well, free burgers for tattoos. Yeah, if you if you want it, head over to Australia. You just need to book an <gasps> interview. I, I don't think you can blow us to Australia. I'm trying. Hey, you <laughs> know what? It's the thought that counts. Well, you ride on air currents, don't you? I mean, yes, but they aren't generated by people on the bl- on the blound on the ground going. How do you know? Teehee bird joke. <laughs> You've never seen people not doing it. Uh, yeah, I'm watching two people <laughs> not doing it right now. Uh, uh so Adum, do you have a thing? I do have a thing. Good, because we can do your thing, and then we'll probably make car talk for like an hour. Flap, flap, we'll, flap. We'll just Skype him and be like, okay, your turn, go, and then leave. <laughs> and then, uh, no, 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 we just play it and then leave. <laughs> so that when it comes back, it's like, there's just nobody just here. no one here. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the shark's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, So I do have a thing. Okay, so I don't know how many of you uh, have seen this in the news, maybe, but um, uh, it's kind of pretty awesome, I think. Um, just because it's a super cool, uh, artistic movement. So, um, partly because it's artistic, I'm going to paint you a motherfucking picture. <clears throat> so imagine if you will, that you're, <laughs> that you're in a misty forest, <laughs> an enchanted meadow, if you will, <laughs> just imagine for a second that you're a wizard, um, Weaving the clouds of fate that <laughs> smell like Fruit Loops for some weird reason. Manipulating but, the ether. Yes, manipulating the the coconut and mint ether. <laughs> um, that you're, you know, you feel like you know, it'd be a cool place to go. New York. You know what? I want. I want to see the Big Apple. I want to go there. Okay. Perfect. All right. So you know, you sachet or rumba or. Perhaps tango your way to the airport. Really, your dance of choice. And you're you're moving along and wiggling. You get on the plane. You get to New York. You're enjoying the, the Big Apple, seeing the sights and eating the delicious pizza and hearing all the wonderful locals swear obscenities at each other because they're stuck in traffic 23 hours a day. Um, <laughs> but uh, so you decide to go uh, through a stroll, you know. You see the see the sights and uh you see something, you know, a big crowd of people crowding around something and you're like, Well, you know, it's gotta be something interesting. So you fire your way over there, you run over excited, you get your camera out, you're like, Oh, this is gonna be good, it's gotta be good. You know, you're hoping it's not a murder, you know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But uh but you see lots of people crowding around, but they're having a merry time, so you know, you know it's nothing negative, so you rush over there and behold in front of you is standing a saggy, almost frightening representation of a naked Donald Trump in statue form. (laughs) A very, a very, very detailed statue to the point where it very much looks realistic. Oh, dear. So knowing, knowing that, you know, he wouldn't bear it all in front of the public like that. You, um... You just assume that it's a statue. So, uh, a gentleman by the name of Joshua Monroe um, started our, in our artistic movement called In Decline with a group of protesters. Um, so they've been they've been doing some kind of gnarly things, but Joshua Monroe himself uh, 
spent about $6,000 on this very realistic naked Donald Trump statue. <laughs> Sounds like he got ripped off. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess what uh, he... He aptly named the project The Emperor Has No Balls <laughs> because the statue is, in fact, missing only one part of male anatomy, thusly being the balls. <laughs> oh, not, not just strictly the genitals, but his balls. Yeah, no, because there's still the little doorbell size schmeckle there that he's got <laughs> on the bottom. Schmeckle. The, the, the little schmeckle. schmeckle. The schmeckle. Uh, so you're telling me he paid six grand for an incomplete statue? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He, he spent $6,000 making it. He created it himself. Oh, goodness. He is very much famous. And he didn't even finish it. For <laughs> shame. <laughs> he, he very much... Um, He's he's very well known for uh, in the special effects world for doing um, many many very uh, high quality appliances, um, props, uh, and special effects makeup uh, and things for big companies, big movies. Um, and uh, he decided to do a very cool independent art project, and it has taken off like wildfire yeah and now apparently there is currently uh, i guess five residing in multiple cities um and it's it's incredible and people are taking pictures with it and people are <laughs> i think i think though the best part about it about it all that um so the uh the new york uh the the new york parks and recreation um association I guess did tell them that shortly after, you know, the, the fun was had and everything like that, it did get taken down or they were asked to take it down in a few days. So it's nice. They weren't militant about that. Then they understood that somebody made this. So they're like, Hey, can you please take it down? Which I think is pretty wicked. Um, and it didn't even get defaced at all, which I think is even better. That that's impressive. Yeah. There was no, like people were just enjoying just having fun with the naked Trump. Apparently, people like selfies and some a little more risque than others. But yeah, even one of our one of our listeners right now was saying that they had one a few blocks from from their house, which is awesome, That's amazing, so awesome. Seems and to be this thing to like replicate celebrities naked. I, like, Con I, uh, was that Kanye West music video? I never saw that one. Oh, he did a music video where like there were so many people naked and uh, <laughs> Kanye West naked celebrity the best the best part about this whole thing though was was that when uh New York Parks and Rec asked them to take it down they said I'm sorry we have a policy against erecting anything in our parks no matter how small and they went and they went on record <laughs> the fact that they went on record saying that and they were like um and then even the mayor of new york happened to say that um he was like i don't even like he's like it's you know it's a good work of art and and everything but he was like to be honest though i don't even like trump with his clothes on so <laughs> you would understand why i don't enjoy this he's like it's actually actually rather disturbing how lifelike and how realistic <laughs> it looks and you have to look up a picture like I'm, go and google it i'm gonna google it yeah. it is ridiculously good like this guy like Joshua Monroe did amazing, amazing work. And although I don't always agree with 
um some sometimes Ugh. excessive force oh it's very much that like is... slappy buns and all like oh, it's wow i'm just uh it is yeah it's an it's a i am disturbed <laughs> extraordinarily well done like that is hilarious it is amazingly well done amazingly wow that yeah. is that is scary actually could you imagine being one of the people who woke up that morning walked out <laughs> to, to downtown new york and ran across this statue oh man <laughs> i'm looking at some of the pictures here one of them just like this lady's got her hand like under his ball or under his genitals like cupping and... the 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 non-balls and that's it's just it's cool to see i don't know it brought so many people together it's such and... an interesting form of expression too because not many people you know build a statue to make a political point anymore yeah so i don't know i find that quite interesting i think this one old woman's like mimicking punching him in the dick <laughs> <laughs> i i just love the fact that it's such it's such a soft way of protesting like it's like a hey this is my thought they also got to do he also got to do the a cool art project he he said that it was super enlightening because it expanded kind of his work and just the fact that it's like hey here's this cool thing but also this is how i feel yeah and it's just better than i don't know like burning buildings and just doing stupid bullshit and causing issues with police and well, just it's, like it's a much more tactful and way way of actually like well it's getting a, a point illustrating across. your displeasure with yeah, something it's a great example of peaceful <clears throat> protest and i think that's that's amazing and i think the more people that could do this type if they want to protest against something this is one of the ways to do it yeah, yeah the um this music video i was thinking of with kanye actually had donald trump as a naked wax statue oh weird <laughs> along like along with george bush anna winter uh rihanna chris weird. brown taylor swift kanye kim kardashian ray j amber rose caitlin jenner bill cosby and that was it weird that is that is a little weird so these naked statues seem to be it, maybe it's like an actual becoming movement. a thing huh Maybe it's like, you know, celebrities need to bear it all or, you know, show their true nature or some. But like the the guy's got balls, even if the statue doesn't. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, the debate was interesting. I can imagine it would have been it would have been interesting. Erecting such a small gesture in uh, the middle of New York City is uh, just just pretty the, ballsy. Just the best thing to do. Like you're like. We're Parks and Rec. And, like, the <laughs> one thing that could actually, like, wake up the New Yorkers from their daily slumber. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I mean, there's just... I mean, imagine that, like... The, and they have... <laughs> and they, they honestly, they have... They have so... They have so many one-ofs in New York. Like, there's, like... Uh, what is it? There's Darth Fiddler. Um, he's he's always around, apparently. There's, they've got the Naked Cowboy. Um, he's a guy that just stands in his underwear and his skivvies. Uh, and he plays... Uh, he plays acoustic guitar all day, and he's got a cowboy hat. Huh. Um, they've got so many, like, one-of cool attractions like that. And just for this to add to it is is cool and have a message behind it other than yeah. just for, be for like... For as short-lived as the notion is, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Disturbing, but cool. Definitely disturbing. <laughs> no, yeah. It's The likeness is is very disturbing. And all the flab and, like... <laughs> yeah, it was a pudgy statue. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, Donald Trump is not a svelte man. No, this is true. I mean, I... No, I, I imagine him having a larger ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not like the weird, like, deflated flapjack ass. Yeah, the one that, like, you kind of get... The, the so, V? Where it just, like, there's no, like, cheek where, sides? Where you, yeah, where your body structure just kind of gives up <laughs> and makes way for more flab. Oh, uh, that's ridiculous. So, uh, I guess, speaking hmm. of Trump, then... Let's move on to Car's segment. Ka. We'll uh, we'll play his thing. Ka. And we'll be back. Uh, so yeah, you guys all enjoy Car. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and tonight, oh, I was waiting for this one. So for those of you who may have been living under a rock or been out in the middle of the woods without internet access for the last couple of days, we got to have our first real absolute marker point of the presidential campaign. Forget all the primaries, forget all of the lead up and all of the everything up to now. We just had our first debate. And I mean, in a lot of cases, this is this is where you could really truly consider the campaign starting now that this is the first time that uh, the two major candidates have had the chance to actually go head to head, face to face, toe to toe. And oh, did it live up to the hype. Um, so uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, Donald Trump actually had their first presidential debate, and if that sentence had come out of my mouth a year ago even, I would have called myself insane. But it happened, and hey, I've already gone about a thousand times over how insane that this entire idea is, so let's just cut to the chase, shall we? Uh, so on uh, on Monday night there, they got to go ahead and uh, have their debate. I actually have no idea how much it was actually watched or anything like that, but uh, the internet sure picked up, picked up the slack in a hurry. Um, and just right off the bat, uh, I guess I, I want to really briefly kind of talk about going into the debate, sort of what it looked like. Because um, one thing I noticed, even in all the, the pre-discussion, was the really creepy artistic eagle above the, the stage there. And I don't know if anybody noticed it, but in its and, – and I know this is probably just a completely a, – a completely typical American thing that nobody in the States thought twice about. But again – I'd like to point this one out, is that this eagle had draped in its majestic beak this scrollwork of the Union and the Constitution forever. I really don't think you guys realize how creepy that looks to anyone that does not live in the United States. Just anyway, um, so going into the debate, basically, you know, of course, they would have all had their game plans there. I mean, Hillary Clinton had to show herself now as being truly presidential and show the contrast between, you know, her ideas and platforms compared to, to Trump's instead of having to compete against a fellow Democrat for other Democratic votes. Um, and this was truly now trying to get now the po folks that are a little bit more right of center or even just center and not even making up their mind kind of, you know, why her idea was a better one. And Trump, well, he just had to not be Trump. So how did they do? Well, for the first actually while of it, I'm going to be totally honest, is Trump held his own fairly well. Um, for the first part of the debate, they were talking about, uh, uh, and actually, I guess, just again, for those who missed it, the general format of the debate was that the, the moderator had a question that he'd pitch to each candidate. They'd get their two minutes, and then they got to um, bounce back and forth, uh, responding to one another's additional comments with the moderator guiding some discussion. Um, and the first little bit was actually all about the economy. And again, Trump did fairly well there. He he stuck to his sort of his whole platform and his idea about uh, trade deficits and things like that. 
Now, I'm going to be totally honest. I think his ideas and methods on how to change this thing are completely asinine and uh, living in a backwards fantasy world that only the very rich seem to actually live in. Um, and uh, about maybe about five words in to Trump's first bit, he was talking about Mexicans stealing jobs, although not in the traditional sense of Mexicans coming into the country and then taking your jobs, but actually having jobs leave America to go to Mexico. But again, he, he did a very, very good job of that first little bit. Um, now, again, the, the thing that I want to point out that, that I think is completely insane is that Trump's entire idea that he was continuously framing is in like basically throwing up trade and tariff walls and renegotiating every trade deal the United States has with every other country, apparently, um, and dropping the corporate tax rate through the floor to 15%, which... Uh, again, as has been proven over and over and over again, is that these trickle-down uh, economics, or as Hillary Clinton put it, trumped-up trickle-down, uh, which I thought was cute, although if a little bit forced the first time she said it, um, it doesn't work because all that happens, and it's been proven time and time again, is that when you give enormous amounts of cash, either in the form of stimulus uh, or in enormous tax cuts to corporations and, and the largest businesses, is all they do is pocket that change and laugh all the way to their private island sailing away on their private yacht with their private parties. The, the, the money never – it doesn't materialize in lower prices at the counter or in higher benefits or wages or more jobs for the lower downs. They just take that money and run, and that's been proven over and over again even in just the last five years, never mind the last 20 when Ronald Reagan tried this the first time. But hey, who am I to judge? Um, and then, of course, Hillary contrasted that with, with – uh, Increasing taxes or at very least um, completely enforcing things like tax loopholes and everything and actually making sure that the rich um, kind of pay their fair share. And then this is where Trump lost it. And basically, this is where Trump started becoming Trump again. Because as this discussion got further in, one of the things that got brought up is this whole thing that Trump has not released his tax returns. And he keeps saying over and over again that the reason he's not doing that is because those lawyers have advised him that he should not do so until the uh, IRS audit of his finances is complete. Now, there is, I guess, a fair point to that, as some people have pointed out to me from a more business perspective than I have. Um, but the funny thing is that even the moderator called out Trump and said, the IRS has come out and said, you can release those all you want, and it is not going to affect the audit in of itself. Uh, again, other discussions could be made uh, from a business or a legal standpoint that I do not have background in, and I am not equipped to advise Mr. Trump on, uh, nor would I want to. So, yeah. But then this is where it really slipped up, because as they were discussing this, as Hillary was able to get in a really good jab saying that the reason he wasn't re uh, releasing these tax documents was because maybe he doesn't make as much money as he wants, right? Maybe he's not as rich as everybody wants him to think. Maybe he is not as powerful as he's put out to be. And that did it. Just that little was enough to get Trump to become Trump again. And... It was glorious. Um, the first really good interruption, and, and Trump's uh, doing this just got worse and worse and worse and worse as they kept going through the debate from this point on. Um, but basically what happened was that Trump then immediately 
respond and say, no, that's not true. I'll release them. And he kept trying to interrupt or cut in. And Hillary did a fantastic job of not even missing a beat. So whoever she was practicing with must have just been absolutely interrupting every second word to get her to just stay with her sentences when she was talking. Because she barely missed a beat continuing in on this. And at one point, it was the, the, the best part for me was basically when Trump admitted that he does not pay federal taxes. When Hillary was going on saying uh, how uh, maybe he doesn't want to release his tax returns because that other thing is like, or maybe uh, it's because it's been shown that you actually don't pay any federal taxes after you take all of your uh, returns, after you take all of your credits, all of this, that, and the other thing, business expenses, etc. And Trump interjected with the most amazing interrupt of, that's because I'm smart. And that would be that point that if I was editing some sort of a TV show or something like that, that's where you throw in the record, record scratch, the freeze frame, and then cut to audience at home going, did, did he just, did that just happen? Did that, was that a, you heard that too, right? And that's basically what I did when I heard that is I'd, I'd looked at, and Vox and I were actually watching it um, with a very large glass of wine because I'm pretty sure that's the only way I was able to actually get through this. Um, Basically just realizing that a federal candidate just admitted that he does not pay into the very government that he wants to then lead. The very government that he would actually be collecting a paycheck from for four years if he actually became the president. Never mind the obligation of the fact that, you know, being a, uh, a politician is supposed to be a public service. I realize uh, in the United States that has not been a case for a very, very long time. Um, but again, is is that idea of... For all the wealth and all of the power that Donald J. Trump holds is that by his basically his own admission in that debate, he does not pay a cent of it into the Medicare system, the infrastructure system, which he, I'm sure, makes extensive use of in his uh, business dealings. Uh, he does not pay a cent into the military that defends his business interests if things were to go downhill. He does not pay into the veterans uh, support or a myriad of other social programs that exist in the United States. And he was very quick to follow this up with saying that uh, it's because it would be squandered, it's because it'd be a waste, uh, or that later in, in interviews after is he never again like went back to it but of course always saying when when reporters were trying to confront him on it after the debate is that oh it's uh, i know i said that it would be it would be a terrible waste if i paid my taxes it'd be they'd be squandered I'd, i hate how they're wasted um but i mean he knows he fucked up like, let's just let's be totally clear on this one is that he knows he fucked up because he basically insulted the rest of america that they're all chumps for continuing to pay their taxes so um I hope I, the IRS is looking forward to a whole bunch of tax-dodging Republicans for the next couple of years. Not that you guys don't already deal with that, but, you know, it's, it's – anyway. Um, so – and then things just continue to go downhill from there because basically everything else that came out of Trump's mouth from that stepping point on was the kind of rambling that everybody's come to expect from uh, from good old Donald there. Uh, his sentences just kept making less and less sense. He kept going off on tangents, much like I am wont to do. However, I am not trying to run to run Canada. Um, and it just, it was, it was a glorious train wreck. And uh, 
from there, they went into things like race relations. And again, Trump's just his continuous solution is just he was quoting law and order like he was expecting actors to come out on stage. Doom, 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 doom. Uh, sorry for the copyright strike, guys. Um, and continue on like that. It just And it was just completely avoiding the issues. At one point, trying to have the balls to tell the, by the way, African-American moderator uh, that what living as an African-American in the country was like. And again, afterwards in the – I happened to be watching the debate on CNN um, just because I wanted the hilariously American perspective. But in the little scrum after the debate again as, as the uh, all the various pundits and everything were reviewing, uh, the, like doing the immediate postmortem of the debate is this one uh, super Trump supporter, this, this blonde Caucasian woman, again, had the – absolute brass balls to try and tell one of the older uh, black commentators uh, on the panel, again, what living in America as a black person was like, which it's just like, Jesus Christ, you motherfuckers. Do you not realize, and I'm going to use the word, how fucking privileged that sounds. Um, and I, I mean, again, I hate buying into any sort of SJW terms, but that is fucked up. Just, ah, um, of this, uh, yeah, it just, it blew my mind just hearing that. And then again, hearing it in the post debate and everything like that of just how insane that was. And again, as this kept going is, is Trump just kept going over his allotted time. He kept trying to interrupt Hillary. He kept interrupting the moderator. He kept telling the moderator that he needed more time to interrupt. And it just made me think that honestly is, is the moderators in presidential and in the vice presidential debates, they just need two enormous buttons, a big red one and a big blue one. And every time, whether this is the democratic or the Republican candidate is going over their time uh, or is interrupting him, he just needs to slam on that button. And it puts a five second mute on that candidate's mic. Cause man, um, now, wouldn't have needed to use that button very often at all for Hillary. She had a couple of little quips and everything in there, but not nearly as bad as, as Trump. Like, the entire debate went 10 minutes over, and they actually ran out of time for several of the questions in the third segment because things just be, get, kept becoming more and more of a progressive train wreck uh, in the uh, the back half of the very first uh, question segment and in the second one as they started getting into race relations and, and things like that. It was It was brutal. Um, and then as well too, uh, again, with Trump being Trump is uh, one of the questions that the, the moderator brought up was the whole birther thing. Um, and again, for those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, the way that Donald Trump basically started his political career and his little foray into American politics was being at the forefront of the questioning whether or not Barack Obama was actually an American or if he was born in Kenya or something like that. It's that is how Trump got started in politics. Again, in case anyone at all was curious. Um, and yeah, and, and the moderator called him out on that. Now, a lot of criticism has also been leveled at the fact that again, a lot of these tough questions seem to be directed at uh, Trump, but I mean, Hillary did get asked. About, I mean, the biggest one, of course, that's been looming over Hillary's head is she got asked about uh, the email thing. And in no unequivocal terms, she basically just said, yeah, I fucked up. Next question, please. That was it. And then they tried to bring it up again. And she's like, yeah, I fucked up. I know. Obviously, I would do things differently. Um, whereas, again, is Trump just kept digging himself holes, going on about how he stiffed contractors in various constructions of establishments that he's uh, opened up because 
oh, they must have done a bad job. They must have, they must have done a bad job. Uh, or that, uh, oh, that's just good business. That's good business. It's just, again, train wreck. I went through a bottle of wine. It's the only way I can really, that was what happened. It's, and it's just continued on like that. Um, going on about, and then of course the biggest thing, and this, this is the part again, that makes me always sit up a little bit when you actually realize at the end of the day, while it's amusing to watch these guys fight, one of those two people in two and a half months time is going to possess the nuclear codes for the United States arsenal. And Trump basically had been pointed out as he has the ill-suited temperament that he was genuinely insulted when just some Iranian soldiers soldiers were mocking and badmouthing some American uh, sailors. Sorry, uh, in the Gulf, um, in the Persian Gulf, off the coast of Iran, just kind of in that that whole international area. Basically, I'm sure this kind of thing happens all the time from everything from probably British soldiers going, "Oh, you fucking soldiers, steal the Royal Navy!" Ah, da 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 da, um, or a bunch of Germans if there's still a. I, I was going to say Kriegsmarine, but that's. Definitely not the right term um, for the the German navies. Oh, what? Why don't we come over here and we'll have some bratwurst? And there's a oh no, I'm sure these insults go across all the time between sailors of all kinds of countries as just playful joshing for the most part. But Trump is the kind of guy who would actually take enough insult to that, as he's proven on his Twitter or whatnot, that he would blow them out of the water. Get, this is not a man I want to have his chubby little fingers anywhere near the big red button at all. I just, I need to be dead serious on that one because again, it's some of the things he was talking about. And then just to lighten it right back up, my other absolute favorite of the night as Trump continued to ramble, they were talking about cybersecurity, uh, specifically the, the importance of that, how in the 21st century, much of, uh, you know, our, our cold war warfare is going to be happening over the internet instead of, you know, spies with cameras in their briefcases and, and things like that, right? It's, it's going to be moving into just all the matrix instead of James Bond. And my favorite is that, how, and again, his, in his Trump-esque rambling of terms, the, uh, that he was saying that there's lots we have to do better and cyber is one of them. He kept talking about how his son was so good at cyber. And I do very much hope just because I would have loved to see how much of an idiot he was, was I really hope one of his staffers showed him what the Urban Dictionary definition of cyber is. Because that would have been fucking hilarious. But yeah, it's... Anyway, the other thing, too, is, like, I mean, again, is these moderators need to start growing balls again to then get the... Again, kill switches are needed, because... As we were getting to the very end of the night and as the, the moderator was trying to wrap up the entire debate and try and end it or at least get to that last question is Trump was shushing the moderator and the moderator let himself be shushed. No, you're the moderator. As far as a debate is concerned, you are fucking God. And I hope that the uh, next moderator of the debate takes some lessons from that one and uh, basically tries to discuss with the network or whatever what they can do to control that man because Jesus Christ. Now, granted on the flip side, you could just not control him and let him completely and spontaneously uh, destroy his entire campaign himself. But again, by every common sense argument that should have happened eight months ago. And we should have been seeing somebody else on the stage with Hillary, but we didn't. And so we're still careening along to two more debates and then election night. 
so you'll be sure that I'll be giving my reactions on the other two as they come up. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, uh, or things that I've missed or favorite moments from the debate, feel free to email us at unfurled.net and, of course, let the guys know it's for me. A uh, bit of a long one, and I do apologize, but hey, grade A comedy just deserves this much more of a segment. As always, my name is Carr, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. And we're back. That's okay, Carr. You're just filling in for the section of this episode that won't be here because Tal is missing. <laughs> and and you know what? If anything deserves like a good long, it a good was long that debate. It, Absolutely, it was a really f uh, it was a, it was a good debate to watch. And yeah, if you haven't seen it, um, I do suggest going and watching it. Definitely, because uh, it was very interesting. Of and the like ten to fifteen minutes I got to listen to, it was hilarious which i don't think presidential debates are supposed to be that but it was it was good yeah it was it was definitely entertaining it was a good hour and a half yeah and i can i can honestly say too like usually usually i keep my i keep somewhat of a distance from politics but i'd say that like the fact that this is such a such a mess that it's it's downright well i mean there's no other way to put it other than comedy it really yeah, is like it, it's, it really was just a comedy act yeah it was yeah it was excellent it's a farce in the system basically this is just a whole <laughs> honestly <laughs> like, it's like an episode literally of royal canadian air fires well you yeah. know you think about it trump did prove a very good point and that he was able to reach the presidential debates he did. He made it there. That was like his initial comment. And and as Carr said, I watched it with him. I mean, he did excellently in his first 20, 30 minutes. He stayed on message. He stayed, you know, talking about maybe not as PC as some presidents would. But I mean, he's not a he was never he's not about a politician, being PC. Right. Well, it's, he's not a politician. So he's not he's not in that mindset. He's not in that that sphere. But yeah, it all falls apart as Hillary starts actually taking personal attacks at him. And it's just he, he turns into what? everyone's used to seeing on tv the you know not willing to shut up willing to just say whatever and yeah well i mean yeah. which really just sort of shows you what he does under pressure like yeah and does not react well and there's the thing that like could you imagine that in a negotiation table and i i have a lot of difficulty imagining that yeah i mean yeah he would not do well if he doesn't do well under pressure um Maybe running one of the most powerful countries in the world is not for you. <laughs> I I think that like, he strikes me as a man that would literally flip tables in arguments. I, well, his his main his main arguments like the problem is he's too contradictory. He's way too too contradictory. He just he says one thing one moment, and then when he's called upon it, he says the basically the opposite thing the next moment yeah i didn't say that i said this other thing yeah women are pigs didn't you just say women are pigs no i never said that that's crazy yeah and you're just like do you like not remember but just imagine oh. like like peaceful negotiations consider what like they were doing during the presidential debate which was deleting all of trump's former tweets <laughs> trying to bury the evidence they he doesn't seem to have a firm grasp on what the internet is capable of documenting. The problem is, is the verbal bodies are piling up and he's <laughs> like, but he has now. been, he has been recorded saying all of the things that people have said. He said to which he's like, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, like it, except you, you've, you've been recorded at like this, this and this 
particular showing. And yes, you did say that. You also tweeted it. You also yeah. like just for example, the whole like was it the best enchiladas in all of whatever city he lives in in Trump Tower? I love Mexicans. Yeah, I that was one of my happy single de amazing tweet. I was like, oh my god, dude, yeah. dude, just stop. Just, yeah, just stop. He he's just he just doesn't know when to quit. Like no, he, 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 oh, I, but but again, somehow he's where he is. Like even given all of that, people are still like. He's he's basically drowning in benefit of the doubt right now. Honestly, <laughs> like he's he's fucking drowning in it because he's still he's still one of two. Yeah, one of the presidential candidates. Like he's there. Uh, like this is this is, you know, this is like be coming up on the final hour. Like yeah, next month they're well, the month after next month. It's not quite October yet. It's the final countdown. <laughs> it it really is. I, I'll admit, though, I'm going to be there to see those next two debates. Oh, those yeah. are going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to watch those. That like they, they sound like they're going to be amazing. Yep. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be incredible. Long as Trump is never elected president, <laughs> it's a possibility. It it could happen. It's again. It's the you know. The devil you know, or... Well, see, this is sort of like what happened with our last election, where people got fed up with the conservatives, and so everybody went out to vote for not the conservatives. And I'm hoping that in the States, and if you don't, you're retarded, to at least get up and vote for not Trump. (laughs) I don't care if you don't like Hillary... She is definitely at least a more diplomatic option, which is truly what you want. Well, well it's, you know, it's... But make your own opinion. That's, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like anyone's game right now, which is which is the sad thing. I mean, it's, like, it's going to ultimately come down to if people are really sick of that same politician and they want a not politician in, or if they, you know... Yeah, and that, yeah, that's like, what he's been writing on, is the, the people who are sick of the established bullshit. Because there's no doubt in my mind, Hillary will just be more of the established bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, guaranteed. Yeah, the the evil you know as opposed to the evil that you don't. But as much as I don't like Hillary, I, I, I still think Trump is far worse. I if, if somebody else were to take that podium, I would probably happily vote for them were I American. But <laughs> it, not Trump. Please yeah. not Trump. I'm I'm voting. But make your own decision. But please be informed. <laughs> I'm voting 100 percent Canadian for 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 Vermin Supreme. 100 percent Vermin Supreme. Yeah. Well, we have that uh, zombie party in Edmonton, don't we? That'd uh, be awesome. I don't know. Do we? Uh, I think th- I, I think we have a zombie party that like elected to build a wall around Edmonton to prevent the invasion of zombies. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> That's amazing. That is absolutely. We, we did an episode on that once. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I remember that now. I remember that now. But no, seriously, Vermin Supreme. Yeah, do it. Just write in. Write it in. Yeah. Rubber rubber boot on his head, and actually still like a pretty brilliant man and friendly too. Like, no, <laughs> he looks a little crazy. He looks like a crazy trash wizard. But other than that, um, like I, I think the whole like you know not really politician candidate that they would have had would have been Sanders, but 
you, yeah. that obviously didn't work out well. It can work though. I mean, look at look at Arnie. Honestly, a lot of people um, did a great, and he had yeah. lots of good points, oh, and, and he did a decent job. Yeah, like, Ar- Arnie was a decent governor, like as far as I heard from from anyone that that knew about it. But yeah, there if, if Bernie if Bernie Sanders with, had but... been at all a part of like the um, like the Democrats or the, Rep- the Republicans. Or was he, which party was he with? He's a Democrat. Was he? Okay. Right. He yeah. would have been replacing Hillary. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm woefully ill-equipped to uh, talk about political matters. <laughs> um, yeah. Our usual encyclopedia is not here. <laughs> encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> Teehee. Encyclopedia Bull. <laughs> well, shall we move on and get these emails out of the way and then go home? Definitely. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll read this first one here. I've got it up. Fine, be that way. So, th- this is subjected. Good afternoon, Kazakhstan. But we're not in Kazakhstan. <laughs> the hell we aren't. Um, first update after almost a month. I guess you're still alive then. Pushes unfurled coffin out of sight. Yes, we are alive. There's just been some delays. You can handle delays. Because I said so. Uh, good afternoon. Yesterday's lunch, tomorrow's lunch. Worm's worst nightmare. Dobby's, uh, Dobby's socks. Yes, more lunch-themed names, more or less. Those are terrible. You should those, be those ashamed. are terrible. <laughs> should be ashamed. Um, seeing as you requested this, the, the, a content filter for World of Warcraft, 90% of this email was removed. <laughs> Last question. Oldest <laughs> hobby minus skull collecting and taxidermy. Oh, oddest hobby. Oh, oddest. Sorry, I thought that it's oldest. <laughs> o- um, oddest hobby. Oddest hobby. That, that's an interesting one. I, I collected dice. Like I have, I have way too many dice for the number of games I play, like thousands of them. <laughs> there are there are many. There, dice. I have I have a like plano container full of just the smaller size d sixes in about forty different colors. I I, I promise <laughs> I have, myself I have an addiction. <laughs> I promise myself I never collect dice. Promise broken. <laughs> promise broken. <laughs> what about you? Um, I think as far as most other people are concerned, boy. Yeah, it's not oh. a common hobby, that's for sure. No, definitely. People I, it, people will typically ask me what those things are tied to my belt, and I'm like, yo, these are poi. Oh, what do you do with them? I swing them around my body. Neat. That sounds stupid. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's what they're thinking, but they're like, oh, okay. That's I'm like, neat. I'm like, just here, I'll take them off and show you. Because until somebody's actually seen it, there's no real way to explain it unless yeah. they actually know what poi is. Yeah, unless you've, you know, encountered or live in it New Zealand. <clears throat> what about, about you, you, goat? To be honest, I think I think all my hobbies are pretty mundane. Um, Do tattoos count? Uh, I guess they could. Um, for a while, actually, I guess... I guess i don't know if it would be odd but for a while there i was collecting um as much like obscure shit from japan as i could get my hands on um but uh i no longer really collect but that stuff but i mean now i'm going there so that's a thing yeah that's better <laughs> oh yeah. that's way better i get to see it firsthand um which i'm fucking super stoked for but as far as oddest hobby, yeah, no, I like collect action figures. 
um read comic books stuff like that i can't honestly think yeah i can't honestly well think it's weird to think of your own hobbies as odd because it's the things you do yeah, yeah like i've been doing them for 30 years it's a little out of the realm of odd yeah for me. exactly it's a habit for you so like i have an espresso machine and like several other different ways to brew coffee which could be considered odd but, but i love you, coffee everybody yeah. loves coffee exactly why is making coffee odd so we'll have to let you judge us that one uh there you have to let us uh, which of our hobbies do you think is the oddest um so finishing off the email here then on an ending note whatever happened to the posted timbits which you uh claimed to be giving away all those years ago okay so we sent one and then vowed never to do it again the problem was it was a logistical pro like a logistic nightmare and it's actually not legal. You're not allowed to send foodstuffs through the post, especially not internationally. So we decided rather than tempt the uh, Canadian post office to come back and be like, why the fuck is there a Timbit in this box? It's also like, what, 5 to $10 to ship a Timbit? Yeah, it wasn't cheap. Um, and we're, yeah. we're poor. It just wasn't practical. We uh, got a little overzealous with the Timbit thing. Yeah, and it, was, it was a really fun idea. And unfortunately it just didn't pan out the way we wanted it to To the one listener that did get their timbit if you're still listening you're welcome <laughs> let I, us know how the timbit is i talk to him regularly i can ask oh, him yeah? how it is yeah Actually, i'm gonna message him right now um he should have gotten it lacquered <laughs> oh he should have that would have been amazing how is timbit <laughs> i miss timbit all right. all right who's next we have one more Oh, do you want one this one, Adam? More. You want a rock, paper, scissors for it? All right. Okay. Do it. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Damn. Oh, Adam is the winner. I guess I get... Wait, does loser read the email? That depends uh, on the it, content of the email. Your choice, I guess. <laughs> you uh, won. All right. So, uh, we have another one from our A Pretty Local Taco Craftsman. Oh, I never said who that last one was from. Hold on a second. Oh, Satanic yeah. furry. It was. Uh, though it was signed... Satanic. From the desk of Grand Marshal Hex. Nice. Satanic furry. All right. So our next one is from a pretty local taco craftsman. So not a, so like a sandwich artist or a taco craftsman. Oh God! Please don't start the stupid sandwich artist bullshit. Again. <laughs> okay. No, I'm sorry. I have to sit down and take a break from playing Forza Horizon Three constantly for a second. Sorry if my emails have been a little out of control lately. So I'm not going to write you a paragraph about the world of Warcraft. He said so. He is going so, to write us a paragraph. Sorry, that part was all in caps. So I apologize. I had to. <laughs> You had to emphasize it. I, I do. I, I did. I did. I do. I did. I is. I am not Okay. No, I'm not. But I'm going to write you a paragraph about what I'm going to college for. Cool. One day I dream of moving on from the life of blessing people with tacos to blessing people with social services. Going to college gets me state certified. That's right. My crazy ass wants to be a social worker. Ah. well you've come to the right place uh, <laughs> so as you can obviously tell i'm not the most politically correct mexican impersonator <laughs> uh, uh, trump would love you uh but i'm literally skidding my entire life towards the path of a literal social justice war here oh no uh mm. i lied it's two and a half my formatting is terrible luckily i'm not an english major paragraphs uh, I know you guys have a very non non plus yeah yeah non plus yeah non plus relationship. I was like that's that seems right to me, but somehow wrong. 
a nonplussed relationship with stereotypical SJWs and Tumblr, and generally try to keep my equality-seeking ass-punching in the professional setting. This is not really the case for many of the other members of the program I'm in, who are all teenage girls, who are all we know, who we all know are the worst. Do you, do you guys ever think that me not having a desire to punch every motherfucker who isn't on their best behavior would affect my ability to socially serve my country? No. <laughs> There's a fairly critical difference between being a social justice warrior and a social and a worker. Social oh, worker. huge. I, <clears throat> In fact, social workers are good. Yeah. And like my, my buddy's mom is a foster parent and ooh, you're you're in for a ride. <laughs> Have fun. I hope you're doing this because you love it. Yeah. Buy riot gear. Buy and riot gear. As far as I'm aware, anybody who goes into the in, into this profession does it because they care deeply. So uh, hopefully that doesn't destroy you. The care the care cuts deep. <laughs> um. If you don't give a shit about that question and want another one, what's your favorite African land beast? I think African wild dogs are pretty sexy. Those Af are pretty neat. African land beast. Uh, I don't think I could list like five African land beasts. Well, I definitely like their big cats and I ain't lying. I'm, I, give me something to throw. <laughs> uh, that's um, great. Actually, I'd agree with you, though. African wild dogs are are amazing creatures i always love visiting them when i'm at the zoo here they're really pretty yeah oh definitely cheetahs are neat too i'd say i don't know if monkeys were such jerks but monkeys what kind of are monkey? jerks. there's like a bajillion of them all of them are jerks well they are they all are <sighs> ass <-ray> poop fuckers <laughs> ass rape poop fuckers <laughs> ah perfect no i'd still say the majestic out of all of them well i guess it's not technically a land beast does do crocodiles count then? Because they're I mean, they're they're on the, the they're, African savanna, but they're sort of the water beast. Yeah, half water, <laughs> half land beast. You get half a point. That's that's fine. I'm okay with half a point. Or you get to choose another half animal. <laughs> half alligator, half lion. Perfect. That'd be pretty a, terrifying. A lionigator. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that'd be awful. But it'd be so lazy, though. <laughs> it would. So lazy. And just think of all those tangles sitting in the water all day. Its mane would just be hellish. You'd need it, that leave-in conditioner. Would look, it would look like a Kelpie is what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> it would totally would. Um, and continuing on. Uh, also, I've been wanting to paint you all another motherfucking picture. Um, but I can't think of anything. What the fuck do you all want? Yours fucking... A pretty local taco craftsman. I want you to paint Adam being salty at you painting a motherfucking picture. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's an excellent suggestion. Do it. Even even if it's just even if it's just a a can of salt with a face, I'm okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> I will also accept salt. Uh, all right. Well, Ooh. I think we've given this a good enough run without uh, without Tal here today. Noble. Um, well, I mean, we're still at. Probably an hour and a half by now. Yeah, it's been going for a good while. We've got a, almost two hours of recording, so... This is the Noble episode of Unfurled. <laughs> T <Tea>. Noble. <laughs> uh, who remembers uh, how to take us out? Because I don't. All right. Uh, thank you to Omari for the art you, of you, the podcast. You, you, uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send to us at unfurled.net. Feel free to check out our website, unfurled.net. Uh, 
we update our podcast whenever and uh <laughs> we also thank like you to scream fox, scream fox, fox for, for the, the intro. intro yep thank you thank you thank you thank you thank yeah. you if you want to find any of our contact information <laughs> send us a contact you can find everything on unfurl.net uh it's where we've got our feed it's where we post all of our episodes and you can contact us through a contact form there and get all our social media shit click all subscribe right. comment Oh yeah, yeah subscribe like subscribe to our YouTube channel, Unfurled Podcast. Yeah, do it. We actually hit a point this episode where we're getting spammers, so we must be getting good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and we've had a dedicated YouTube link for some time now, so we should start using it. Yeah, which we totally got legitimately, and no one created fake accounts at all to get us to that <laughs> stage. I wouldn't be surprised if YouTube had bots to search for those particular phrases. I'm sure they do, and now it's on there. So now that's well, dedication. Hopefully, by this time, we're legitimate. <laughs> we are we have we actually have a, a good number of subscribers cool um but i'm tired so y'all get the fuck off our stream yep thanks for coming guys and we will uh we will talk to all y'all sooner or later see sadly tal is not here so i can't bug him with the dead air awkwardness that terrible terrible plague of dead air awkwardness oh also, just before you get there, I would like to apologize for last episode where I apparently left like eight <laughs> good long seconds of just dead air in the episode. Uh, this is why I don't epi edit episodes tired. So, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Eight seconds. Hey, that's nothing. at least it's not like an episode or an Unfurled 1.0 where I actually uploaded the an old episode instead of a new one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> See, this sounds familiar. When I, when I edit tired, I actually get quite loopy. And so things start going into the episode that probably wouldn't, shouldn't wouldn't conventionally go in an episode. Yep. All right, goat, take us out. All right. All you lovely, lovely people. Thank you so much for joining joining us in the stream. Thanks for, you know, listening to us prattle on. And just remember, beware Foxilla. We love you and we'll miss you. <laughs>